The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is the beginning of our gospel reading for this past Sunday, the 20th Sunday after Pentecost. We're looking at Luke chapter 17, verses 1 to 3a. Jesus said to his disciples, things that cause people to sin are bound to come, but woe to that person through whom they come. It would be better for him to be thrown into the sea with a millstone tied around his neck than for him to cause one of these little ones to sin. So watch yourselves. My dear friends in Christ, years ago there was a Lord Congleton of Dublin who devised a clever way to teach the tenants who were in his rental homes to tell them that the forgiveness of sins is through faith, but that through unbelief, what a person does is he ends up losing the benefits of the gospel. Many people owed him even several years rent who were expecting him to bring legal action against them to get them kicked out of their homes. Instead, what happened is that Lord Congleton, he posted a notice promising to cancel anyone's back rent if he just came and talked with him on a specific date before 12 noon. On that day, Lord Congleton sat waiting in his office and there were people out in the street congregating out there talking about what was going on and wondering about the notice. Most of them were thinking, hey, this has to be a hoax and, and if we go in there, what'll happen is he'll give us a subpoena, taking us to court and, and causing us all kinds of grief. But no one went in until at the last moment there was one man. He went into the office. He had been delayed, but he went into the office just before noon. And when he went into the office, he asked for a receipt to say that his back rent had been covered. Lord Congleton asked him, do you really expect your debt to be forgiven? His response, yes, sir, you promised it would be. The landlord said, so you just believed what I said and have come for your receipt. Indeed I have, he replied. So Lord Congleton, he wrote paid in full on the man's invoice, on his bill, and handed it back to him just as the clock struck 12. And here's this man joyfully exiting Lord Congleton's office and he's saying, I've got it, I'm a free man. Then the other tenants rushed to the house thinking, oh, we gotta do this too, but the door was shut. One man believed and he alone received the benefits. This man did what Jesus is encouraging us to do in our reading for today. When he talks about doing our duty to God, doing our duty to God, 
That's acting on the faith that God has given us, using the faith that God has given us. And, you know, he gave us the faith and, and he gave us the power to do these things. Whether or not we do them, that's always the big question. But acting on the faith that God has given to us. Well, today, as we think about doing our duty to God, we see that Jesus is telling us our duty to God is don't mislead. Don't mislead others from God's grace and love and from the faith. Well, part of our doing our duty to God, according to this reading, it includes not doing anything that would lead someone to sin or to reject God. Jesus says here, things that cause people to sin are bound to come. Because by nature we are sinful human beings, we at times will do things that will disturb the faith of others or, or might even mislead someone or lead them into sin. And who of us can claim to be the perfect example to others. We all have our bad habits, our pet sins, and those habits, they can end up misleading other people. Parents have to be so careful about what they say and do around, especially their young children. It's so easy to teach bad habits. There may be times when I, as a sinner, might mislead someone and all of you can be in the same spot as well. It's so easy to mislead people. Well, parents, think about how easy it is to set a bad example. If all of a sudden a bad word comes out of your mouth and then your child hears that bad word and repeats it. Well, Jesus didn't want his disciples and he doesn't want us to take a careless attitude about misleading others. He doesn't want us to say, I'm probably going to end up misleading someone, so I'm just not going to worry about it. No, Jesus warns. He says, woe to that person through whom they come. Jesus doesn't here say specifically just what God would do to the person who would end up misleading someone if and only if they didn't have the forgiveness of sins, of course. But he does use a picture here to tell us that the person who misleads someone without forgiveness, the, the situation would be really terrible, really horrible. He said, it would be better for him to be thrown into the sea with a millstone tied around his neck than for him to cause one of these little ones to sin. See, he's saying here a person would be better off dead or, or not existing at all rather than to have to face God's wrath for misleading someone. Therefore, Jesus says here, so watch yourselves. We'll want to be extra careful so that we don't do anything that would end up misleading someone, tearing someone away from the faith and away from God's grace and love. And now Jesus here is especially talking about misleading those little ones, he says. Normally, little children are, are those who would trust their elders 
and expect them to be wiser than they are. And oh, back to what I said before, if, a, if an adult uses bad language, what? And the children hear about it, what often ends up happening? You never know when those words might come out of your little children's mouths. The little child tempted very easily to use bad language. The adult's bad example causes the child to sin. But it isn't only children who can be led astray. Actually, it can happen to any believer, to a believer who is new in the faith, to a believer who is an overconfident person, who thinks that they'd never do anything wrong or foolish. The Apostle Paul says to us, so if you think you are standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. Jesus wants us to be very careful so that we wouldn't do anything that would cause others to sin. And that's difficult. We definitely do need to go to our God and look to him for his help in our efforts to do our duty to God, not misleading people. Instead of misleading, of course, what we always want to do is keep on leading people to our Savior and to his grace and love. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, help me, help all of us to be very careful so we don't set a bad example in our lives that would mislead anyone, especially little children. Help us rather with our words and actions to always be leading souls to Christ and to his grace and love. We pray in his name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always.